0: the Mission Dorothy podcast with your hostess Tamika Williams. Hello. How are you? I hope all has been well since our last visit. Today, we are going to discuss part 2 of our six pillar of self-esteem by Nathaniel Brandon which is self-acceptance. Yes, self-acceptance. We know how important that is, but we also know how easy it is to not accept ourselves or portions of ourselves. So let's dive into this definition. Self-acceptance means to own an experience without denying or disowning the reality of our thoughts emotions, and actions. To be responsible and compassionate toward ourselves even when we do not admire or enjoy some of our feelings or decisions. To refuse to be in an adversarial or rejecting relationship to ourselves. Now, without self-acceptance, self-esteem is definitely not possible, right? Or shall I say, self-esteem will be low. When you have self-acceptance, your self-esteem tends to be higher. And when you don't, your self-esteem tends to be lower. You know, if you're locked in a pattern of self-rejection, your personal growth is going to be stifled and you're not going to be happy. Right? So oftentimes people will say, you know, I've just been feeling stuck, not really sure of, you know, what my next step is. What is my purpose here? I don't know what my passion is. I really just don't feel like I know who I am. But What self-acceptance mean is far from self-evident, right? To accept is to experience reality fully. It's without denial and it's without avoidance. You know, this is different from merely acknowledging or admitting in the abstract, right? It is also different from liking or admiring or condoning those thoughts or those emotions. You can accept the reality of things about yourself that you do not like or admire or condone. Let me give you an example. So suppose you were feeling envious of your friend who has a better job and a more satisfying love life. So to practice self-esteem or, I'm sorry, let me say self-acceptance, it does not mean to like or enjoy your feelings of envy. It means to own and experience the feelings as your own not to deny it and not to disown it. It also means to retain a sense of your value, even though you do not like what you're feeling in the moment. So you respect the facts, in this case, the fact that you feel envy toward your friend. So you allow yourself to experience the feelings And examine them as well, right? So you sit and you think about what, why is it that I'm envious of my friend? So do I, you know, do I feel like I'm not having, you know, this awesome um, love life or, you know, why is it that I don't, I'm not happy with my job? right? So instead of hating on her, the whole goal is figure out why is it that you're being these emotional feelings or these negative thoughts, why are they being triggered? And most of the time it is because you're not satisfied on your job and you're not happy in your relationship or lack uh, thereof, right? So, The whole goal here is you don't want to sit and judge, you you know, you don't want to sit and judge yourself without being aware, you know, um, perhaps among other things, um, you will learn that you have something more that you, desire. And so the whole goal is to sit and think about, you know, those thoughts, those emotions that are creeping up in you, and that does not feel comfortable. So instead of denying those thoughts, instead of disowning them, you have to work to own the entire process, right? The fact that you are Thinking about this toward your friend, the fact that it doesn't feel good to have these types of thoughts, and the fact that these thoughts are triggering something in you that feels uncomfortable. So the whole goal is, you know, when you're, when you Acknowledge these thoughts, you know, they're going to bring other unwanted feelings such as, you know, some envy, jealousy, some rage or, you know, sadness or even some fear. These feelings often melt away eventually, but it's important for you to really acknowledge these thoughts. So. The You know, I want you to think about <clears throat> the fact that you cannot evolve out of denial, avoidance, and, you know, just kind of sweeping things under the rug. It is very important for you to acknowledge these thoughts, even when they're unwanted, even when they don't feel comfortable, even when they're negative thoughts related to someone that you love, right? So you'll sit and you'll, you may say to yourself, how is it that I'm having these thoughts about my friend? Like I love her, you know, I'm proud of her for her professional accomplishments. And, you know, I'm so happy that she has found love, but why is it that I'm feeling this way about, um, you know, just about her successes and about her life? Right? So the next part of the definition says to be respectful and compassionate toward ourselves, even when we do not admire or enjoy some of our feelings or decisions. So, within that, even though you're having these thoughts, you know, still have some compassion for yourself because. Your inner self is letting you know that there's some, you know, you're not content with where your life is at this point. It's letting you know that something needs to change. You know, I always wonder what is it when you're out and about and you know sometimes you can just be going about your way and someone will, particularly another woman, may just give you this look and it could be like a look of disgust, like a look of who does she think she is or mm, she thinks she's cute. And every time I get this look, it literally puzzles me. And I am a person who all my stuff shows on my face and you know, I'm a work in progress, right? <laughs> but it's like sis, like Instead of you giving me this pouty mouth, instead of you giving me this ugly smirk, be inspired about what it whatever it is about me that is triggering negative feelings within you. Like that's all that is is that there's something within you that's not you're not content with and there's something in me or whoever else that you may give this facial expression to that inspires you, you know, that is waking something up in you, like be happy about that because it's letting your internal self, is letting you know that girl, we need to make some changes <laughs> for real, <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, something ain't right. Like sis got it all together. She's looking beautiful you know, like, um, she's happy in her career, you know, she has a great guy and he's really treating her great, you know, and this is like sparking some unrest in me. And I need to figure out what that is instead of hating or, you know, just being envious of your sisters, you know what I'm saying? So as the definition states, you know, don't be upset with yourself don't you know feel like why am I having these thoughts you know just and allowing that ego to creep in and now you're you know co-signing all this negativity he's not all that you know she did tell me that you know he is having a hard time looking for a job right and so now it's like you digging for. Uh, flaws in in, in, in old girl's um, situation in life, right? And all you're doing is cosigning those negative thoughts w- within you. So now because you're feeling uncomfortable, you are, you know, looking to kind of tarnish or dim her um, brightness and happiness so that you can feel happier. Please get that get that what I just said, right? Anytime you are, you know, inspired or you see another sister and she looks like she has it all together, right? Don't hate on her. Congratulate her. You know, I will never forget one day I was going to Target and I got out of the car And there was this lady, she got out, we kind of got out of the car at the same time and she was like in front of me. So it was almost like when she got out the car, um, it was almost like a commercial, right? Like she looked so beautiful. Like her hair was, um, her hair was just flowing. Her outfit was cute. Like it seemed as if she had like a little pep in her step. And for me watching watching her, um, it just looked like she was just having one of those fantastic days. So I stopped her. I said, excuse me. And she turned around and I said, I just wanted you to know that you look beautiful today. And y'all, when I say she was so shocked, first off, that I said that, of course, because we really do not you know, um, give each other the proper love and care and concern that we should as sisters, right? So she was shocked that I gave her this compliment. And then she goes to say, girl, (laughs) she was like, oh my God. She said, you do not know how much that means to me right now. And she literally started crying. And she was like, I feel like crap. <laughs> she said, I just got up, threw this outfit on. I felt like my hair was a mess. I am trying to run in here because the Target is right next to a, I think it's a smart. And she was like, I'm trying to hurry up and run in here and get some food for my dog. And, you know, just kind of going through some things. And she was like, I felt like, I was not looking my best today. And I was like, well, girl, you are like doing it today. I said, you look absolutely beautiful. And she was like, thank you so much. And she was like, this means so much to me. You have really made my day. And I was like, you are so welcome. And so um, she went her way and I went my way and she was wiping her tears as she walked off. And um, you know, that pep and her step returned and she went on and pet smart and I walked on over to Target. Right. And so, you know, instead of us hating on each other, let's really understand that that tinge in you, that, you know, um, you know, that awakening in you when you see another person who life is, you know, it presents to be going right. Things are, you know, you you know, going great that this person is happy and, you know, life is on their side, like congratulate and be excited for them. And if it makes you uncomfortable, don't deny or disown those thoughts, settle in, in them and figure out why, and why am I feeling this way? What was it about her or, you know, that, that is triggering this unrest and un- um, easiness within myself, right? Not being hard on yourself for, um, you know, admiring another person and their success or, you know, the fact that their life is, um, you know, in balance and it's going great. But instead, you know, look within and figure out, okay, how can I have that? How can I Uh, feel that way? How can I feel, you know, um, successful and feel happy within myself and have that confidence that uh, puts, you know, even though her pep was rushing, trying to go in and get done what she needed to get done. I think that pep and her step that returned after we talked was actually her feeling better and feeling better about herself, right? So instead, um, have compassion for yourself when you have these types of thoughts because it is yourself who's letting you know that something has to change, right? We're so busy about going about our day and, uh, you know, we have so many distractions. And, you know, thank God for this inner intuition, for our inner selves' guidance, um, and also, too, for, you know, just God placing some things within us, placing that unrest, replacing, I mean, placing the uh, discomfort so that it can grab our attention and assess to see, okay, what changes do I need to make in my life at this time in order to be self-accepting of myself instead of having an adversarial relationship with myself, right? With this topic of self-acceptance, We can go on for days, right? We could talk about how we may not accept our weight or, you know, the fact that we may not have graduated from high school or went to college or, uh, the fact that we're not in a relationship or we've gotten divorced or our children is not, um, that close to us anymore, or, you know, just all of these external things that external and internal, um, Situations in our lives that can cause us to not be as accepting and cause us to doubt ourselves, our abilities, our thoughts, as well as our beliefs, and more importantly, our own voice. That was a mouthful, right? (laughs) I told you I can talk about this topic like forever, but self acceptance is so important because it definitely is connected to our self-esteem and in order to be able to build our self-esteem and have a a higher level of self-esteem, we have to be able to be more accepting of ourselves. Like that's just so important, right? So the last portion of this definition says, to refuse to be in an adversarial or rejecting relationship to ourselves. Lord have mercy. So let's just think about that for a minute. Um, adversarial is against, right? It's kind of like a whole enemy mindset rejection is non-acceptance, right? And so when it comes to having an adversarial relationship with ourselves, it's important for us to really think about how we view ourselves and how we treat ourselves. Now, most importantly, I want to talk about us having um You know, that negative self-talk, because negative self-talk is the epitome of having a adversarial relationship with yourself, right? That negative self-talk is rejecting dialogue within yourself that cosigns your negative beliefs about yourself, those negative thoughts about yourself, and especially your fears, when we talk about self-talk there's a great book um you know of course not affiliated with this book in any kind of way but it's called what to Say to yourself when you talk to yourself I believe that's the title of it um I think that's the title of it but if you Google it uh, it'll come up I think it's what to say to yourself when you talk to yourself and what we have to understand is, When you talk negatively about yourself, understand that, um, when you, anytime we speak, we give life to our words, right? But also when we speak, that information goes right back into our ears and as we speak, As we go about our day, our subconscious is constantly recording. And I don't think that a lot of people understand that. You know, a lot of times, you know, people will say things like, Girl, I'm just so tired of being fat. Like, I am constantly broke. Um, Sometimes I just sometimes I just feel like I can't make good decisions. You know, there are moments when I just feel like I just be making some real stupid mistakes. Like, you know, sometimes I just feel stupid. Like I cannot stand. (laughs) It hurts me to to my core. When I hear people use the word stupid toward themselves, like, is so damaging because what it does is decrease your trust and your faith within your own abilities, within your own voice, within your own thoughts and beliefs. It literally makes you self doubt. The word stupid is so harmful because it literally erases all of the possibilities, all of the times where you've made great decisions, all of the, you know, it positivity that exists within you. So please do not use the term stupid toward yourself as well as toward other people. Like that that word is is really harmful, right? So when we talk about ourselves, even if, you know, they talk about manifestation and in that process, you know, you just kind of trying to um, talk and walk In the way that you see yourself in the future, right? And in order to be able to reduce that rejection, that self rejection, you have to work to talk more positive about yourself, right? So instead of saying, Girl, I can't afford that, or I'm broke, no. You correct that by saying, well, right now I don't have the funds, but, you know, give me a minute and I'll have them in the future or give me a minute to save and then I'll be able to go on the trip, right? Instead of saying, girl, I'm broke. I can't go. (laughs) Like, okay, everything is dead now, right? So instead of saying, girl, I just... Oh, I'm so stupid. Like, do not say that. It's more of, you know what? I probably could have made a better decision than that. Or, you know what? I should have gave myself a little time to think about that before I moved on that. Right? Like, speaking with care, compassion, and empathy when you talk about yourself. Not um, being self-doubt, self-doubting um, self-rejecting, uh, language. So really be mindful about how you talk about yourself. Okay. So let's work to close out this podcast with one more example, because I want to really bring, self-acceptance home to you. Like I said, we can talk about so many different topics when it comes to self-acceptance, but I really want us to be able to really understand how important it is when it comes to not denying those negative thoughts. I'm not saying move on them, but don't deny them, figure out where they're coming from and work to change them to more positive thoughts. So let's just say, you know, we have a mother who has four children and she's married, right? And so the husband decides that he wants to take the children out for outing. And this gives, you know, the mother some, time to herself, right? So the kids and the husband are gone for a couple of hours and let's give her a name. Let's just call her Kim, right? So Kim is at home. She's able to really relax, release, you know, enjoy her time that she has by herself. But all of a sudden she starts to have these thoughts of, hmm, well, if my husband and my children were to just kind of somehow just disappear, Um, I'll be by myself all the time, right? And this is a thought that just kind of popped up in her head. And then she started to feel a little angst about it. You know, those questions will then come in when you have such a negative thought of, you know, how could I have such a crazy thought? right? So then you start to slam your consciousness and you shut it all down, right? So those questions will come in like, well, what kind of mom am I? Like, what kind of wife am I to have those types of thoughts? You know, I must be a bad person, you know, and that whole self-rejection piece just starts to spiral out of control simply because she had that one negative thought, right? And it was because she probably, it has been a long time since Kim has had an opportunity to just be by herself for several hours. And she was relishing in just being able to be Kim and not mom or honey, right? Right? And so this whole self-rejecting dialogue starts to happen within her head and she starts to feel, you know, upset and angry with herself for having those types of thoughts. But where's the compassion? Where's the empathy? Where is, you know, not disowning or denying those thoughts? But this is straight adversarial with herself, right? Right. So then we asked the question, well, what would it mean to be self-accepting in this situation instead? So what Kim would allow is for herself to experience the thought while knowing it was only temporary and not her real conviction, right? And so... Still, you know, in the moment it expressed an aspect of herself and she would own it, right? She would own that thought. She would sit and she would examine whether it pointed to a genuine frustration that needed to be examined. And then she would deal with that, right? Because that thought is waking something up in her that she need to take a closer look at, right? So if she's feeling this way, this means that Kim is not balanced. She's not doing enough self-care. She does not take enough time for herself. And she doesn't have the opportunity to, take, to have these types of moments alone, you know? So in being self-acceptance, you know, her concern would be, not with evaluating, but more of understanding why she's having this thought. This is her pretty much being more of like a friend to herself. You know, she would permit um or shall I say, she would not permit and you know, involuntary thought, right. Cause it was intrusive. It just kind of came out of nowhere to be a reflection of her full self and her self-esteem and how she feel about herself. Right. So I hope that that was a great, uh, you know, example of what it's like to be self-rejecting, have that adversarial and how to correct that. So What I want you to do is I want you to apply this to yourself the next time you have a negative thought, which causes you to start feeling guilty, right? The same principle applies to action. Okay. So if you should have one of these thoughts, I want you to not fight it, but own it, sit in it. You can even sit and kind of just write out and journal how you're feeling and really work to explore why is this thought being awakened in you and what is it connected to what's the deeper meaning of this thought okay and so of course you know i am going to give you some homework (laughs) <laughs> so you got to do the work, right? In order to be able to live authentically, you have to do the work. So, um, what I want you to do is, I am going to give you six Seven, I'm sorry, I'm going to give you seven sentence completion stems that I want you to complete one over the next seven days, okay? So for the next week, I want you to write out six endings for each of these stems. So let me say that again. I am going to give you seven sentence stems that I need for you to complete. And for each stem, I would like for you to give six different endings for each stem. I am giving you seven stems, one stem for the next seven days. So you're gonna do one stem a day and you're going to do six endings per stem, all right? So get you a piece of paper and a pen, a pencil or pull out your phone, open up your note app and here is the first stem. So stem number one, if I were 5% more self-accepting, and then you will complete that sentence. So here's this number one stem again. If I were 5% more self-accepting, Stem number two, if I were 5% more accepting of my thoughts. I'll repeat that one. Stem number two, if I were 5% more accepting of my thoughts. Stem number three. If I were 5% more accepting of my feelings and emotions. Stem number three again. If I were 5% more accepting of my feelings and emotions. Stem number four. If I were 5% more accepting of my past mistakes. Woo, that's a good one right there. Stem number four. If I were 5% more accepting of my mistakes. Stem number five. If I dealt with myself more compassionately. Stem number five again. If I felt, I'm sorry. (laughs) If I dealt with myself more compassionately. Stem number six. When I treat myself with rejection stem number six again when i treat myself with rejection and stem number seven i am becoming aware Let me add a little something to that stem. So stem number seven, I am becoming aware as I do this exercise that. Stem number seven, I am becoming aware as I do this exercise that. Okay, you got it? So please feel free to go back and kind of rewind a little bit and make sure that you uh, get these sentence stems. I will also leave them in the show notes as well. Um, And that way you guys will have them there also. And so I hope that this episode really gave you a clear understanding of what it is to be self-accepting. Because it's important for us to know how to accept ourselves. Love ourselves, be kind and compassionate to ourselves. And if you find that you have really been having a adversarial relationship with yourself, I want you to go back to episode 2, where I completed a compassion meditation. And I want you to try to do that meditation at least um, as you go about the next week and complete your sentence stem homework, maybe you can do that meditation at least three or four times throughout the week to remind yourself to be compassionate to yourself as well as to others. So as you go about your next week, I want you to walk in compassion. I want you to be compassionate with yourself so that you can be more self-accepting, which will in turn help to build your self-esteem as well as help you walk more confidently in your authentic self, okay? So until our next Episode, I will see you in episode four. And there we will talk about. I'm not sure if I am going to do another meditation or we will go into pillar number three, which will be self responsibility. Woo woo woo. and you know, that is holding yourself responsible because we are so good at holding everybody else responsible for what they're going to do for us. But what about what we're doing for ourselves? Okay. And so until our next time, have a fantastic, um, day, evening, week, and please make sure you do your homework. Okay. Because, There's nothing better than having the ability to take this information from this podcast and put it or implement it into your life um, so that you can really do the work. Remember, we're trying to promote change here. And so uh, change, you know, in order for change to happen, some work has to be done. Okay. All right. So I will talk to you later. Peace and blessings. Bye.